0: On this special six part mini series, Gene Marks, host of the Paychecks Business Series podcast, is talking with compliance and government experts at Paychecks about the ins and outs of the most recent stimulus bill, from a second round of the Paycheck Protection Program, and new loan opportunities to defer taxes and tax benefits. Hear what it all means for you and your business. Listen and subscribe at Paychecks.comslash Business Series. We know that the government does some shady shit. Did the government go that far into trying to wipe him off the face of the earth? It's possible. There's no question in my mind the government is not above that. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. Before we get started, let's go ahead and cover some business real quick. You've heard me talk about PodCoin, if you've listened to the show in the past. Now, what PodCoin is? PodCoin is a podcast player that actually pays you to listen to podcasts. So you heard me right. If you listen to podcasts, you might as well get something out of it, other than hearing my great voice. So how it works is you will earn points that you can redeem for gift cards or donate to charities, which is a great concept. Some of the gift cards they have is Amazon, Starbucks, Target, things such as that. So you can get PodCoin wherever you get your app. So go check them out. And when you set up your account and you use the code Ghost, they will give you 300 PodCoins to start out with. Go check them out. That's the only podcast player that I listen to right now. And also, Paranormal Gift Shop has joined the Ghost in the Night team. You can find them at paranormalgiftshop.com. Now, what they do is they sell paranormal merchandise such as t-shirts, hats, and things such as that. If you are interested in the paranormal or Sasquatch or UFOs or anything like that, they have some great merchandise for you. And as a special gift for my listeners, if you use the code GNP10, you will get 10% off your purchase. So go check out paranormalgiftshop.com. And also don't forget Ghost of the Night is also an affiliate of the Ghost Stop. And if you need some new paranormal equipment, Ghost Stop has you covered, and you can pick up anything you want, ranging from IR lights, IR cameras, full spectrum cameras, digital recorders. If you can think of it when it comes to paranormal equipment, they got it. So use our affiliate link at our website at ghost of the night and. Every purchase you make will help offset the production of this podcast. So, thank you so much for checking out that. So, let's get started. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another bonus episode of Ghost of the Night, hauntings and paranormal podcast. Now, these bonus episodes are just kind of me ranting, essentially, no real topic or themes. It could be anything that has to do with the paranormal or just what's on my mind for that day. These come out once a month or whenever. Now, I have reached, recently started a Patreon page, which I am going to... Basically, how the Patreon page is going to work. You know, if you head on over to Patreon, you will see all that, or go, go to Um I'll kind of explain it more. Follow me on Twitter at Night or Ghost. I'll kind of explain it a little bit better, but just kind of give a rough idea of how the Patreon is going to work. Um... If you've listened to this podcast, which I'm sure you have, and if you're new, welcome. Uh, but how it's going to work is I'm going to my podcast do does have ads, pre-roll, and then some host read stuff throughout in the beginning or mid part of the podcast. Now, with as a Patreon subscriber, you will get a completely ad-free podcast. Now oh, it's brand new. I'm just I'm still getting it up and running, and it's actually up. But I, this is one of the Maybe the first or second time, depending on when I release this episode, uh, that I've talked about it. Um, There's two tiers as of right now. And, and, you know, I'm going to keep, try to keep it as simple and as possible, you know, because I don't like complex things and I'm sure you don't as well. So this is kind of how it's going to work. For first tier, you get completely ad free stuff. And the next tier up, you get, you know, some, I'm, Hope to do some live stuff. You get early access with, uh, I think on all tiers. I have to look, but you get early access to these bonus episodes. So if you're hearing this now, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you could have heard this before everybody else with no ads. That is kind of the uh, concept. Basically, it's just a way to give back to um, my listeners. I, you know, the the community is growing. I really appreciate each and every one of you guys. And I'm thankful for everybody that sends me feedback or interacts with me on social media or however you do it. send me an email at g Podcast at Gmail.com. Um you're always welcome to contact me if you have an idea for a show or you want to be on the show because you have a awesome paranormal experience or you have a interesting thought about a topic I've covered. Maybe we can set that up to where you can actually come on the show and be a part of the show but now that that's out of the way this is just a bonus episode that you know i wanted to put out now i've actually recorded this episode earlier but it's turned out really really shitty i've recently moved and i'm kind of in a makeshift studio i've my old place had my original studio where i did all my recordings and everything this i haven't built I've moved, and I'm in the process of planning and building my new studio, so this is just kind of a makeshift studio that I'm doing. So the audio, I've been kind of screwing with the audio. The last episode that I released, the audio sucked serious ass. Who the hell's is texting me? Um, but I'm working. It's getting better. I think this is going to be better. Uh, But like I said, I recorded this episode when I first moved to my temporary setup, and the audio was such shit, I just scrapped it. So this is kind of going to be what this... is just me doing it again. Um, It's interesting. And it's a topic that I don't cover much here on the podcast, which I'm going to start doing a little bit more often because I'm fascinated with it. And that is, I don't do a lot of alien or UFO type stuff. But with the recent appearance of Bob Lazar on the Joe Rogan podcast, you know, I found it more interesting. Now, I, I was in high school when Lazar's story broke. You know, it was fascinating, but it still wasn't that big of a deal. You know, we didn't have the internet back then. So we kind of got it a little late and it didn't go viral back then, but I had heard of it. And as I got older through my twenties, you know, I heard more and started seeing more documentaries on it. Um, but, so I have some thoughts on it, and it's really kind of, his story is very, very fascinating to me for several reasons, and that is because he got shit on so much when it came out, when he, when he came out with his uh, claims and accusations, or historic, however you want to view what he said and presented to the public at that time. Um, and I had my thoughts on it at the time, and my thoughts really haven't changed that much over the years. Um, just so, for the sake of full disclosure, um, I do believe there's life out there now, and I believe I've said this in an earlier podcast. But I'm not a hundred percent sure that they are coming and visiting us here. I don't know for a fact. It wouldn't surprise me if they did, and I wouldn't be shocked if they've never been here at all. Um, the UFO phenomenon is. real, now that is something that I really think people misuse the term of uh, UFO. When you say UFO, you are not necessarily talking about aliens, but that is what everybody thinks about when you say the term or the phrase UFO or unidentified flying object doesn't mean aliens. It means we don't... UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Object. It means we don't know what the fuck it is. So, to immediately jump to alien version of a UFO is... It's not smart, and that misrepresents what it really is. We don't know what it is. It could be an alien. It could be, you know, one of our top secret military planes or drones of things such as that, or Uh, Enemy of the States secret technology. We don't know what it is, hence the term unidentified. But when Bob Lazar came out, you know, he and his story, you know, people, that was a different time. And people really were skeptical. The UFO crate, you were kind of looked upon if you kind of gave any credence to the UFO phrase or UFO phase. Fad, fad's the word I'm looking for. Shit, can't even think today. You were kind of looked down upon it if you, you know, believed in UFOs. People kind of looked at you as a crackpot. And that is, that's changed. It's loosened up a little bit here as the years have went by. And there's more people talking about it with the addition to the internet to the world. People have access to more information than they ever have in history. So it's lightened up a little. People, I think the UFO phenomenon is uh, people will say it's losing esteem but i because of the invention of smartphones and everybody has a video recorder or a camera in their pocket these days people have made the claims that if the ufo phenomenon was real then we would have a lot more evidence because of everybody has the phone and everybody can take pictures and the quality is much better than what it was in the 80s and early 90s which is a valid point but most people are in the dark and most people aren't spending their time looking up at the sky or whatever and filming anything. So it's a matter of timing. In my opinion, I could be wrong. Whatever. If you have an opinion on it, let me know. Like I said, send me an email at podcast at com, or reach out to me on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Those are the, you know, I respond to everybody that sends me stuff. Um, but, I don't know about the, like I said, I don't know. But Bob getting back to Bob Lazar and his appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast, you know, people have criticized him and threw him under the bus saying he's a crackpot, you know, he made it all up, he was just a tension getter, which is all very possible and was, is not out of the realm of possibility. I think that is a very good, good possibility that he could be all that. I mean I'm having I have my opinion and I will share it with you. And like I said, my opinion really hasn't changed that much over the past twenty some odd years. Or even yeah, twenty almost thirty years now, I guess, somewhere around there. But and just so people know, people, you know, if you're not familiar with it, you know, there's a new documentary that came out not too long ago. That covered covers his story, which I've seen. And, you know, it's very interesting. And I learned more about, learned stuff about that situation and him that I didn't know. And also some of the stuff that has happened during that makes it very interesting. And if you watch that, you will understand what I'm talking about. And his appearance on Joe Rogan, you know, I have formed a pretty good opinion. And I've, I think i my opinion is pretty solid and I'm not going crazy with it, but I, I have a good idea of what, or a good feel of whether or not he's telling us the truth or he's completely full of shit. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, Now, basically, just for backstory, Bob Bazar worked at Lockheed Martin and somehow without getting too technical ended up getting a job at Area 51. Now everybody knows of Area 51. The government has, re, you know, has acknowledged its existence. It's out there in the Nevada desert where they do all the testing or do a lot of testing for secret military planes and things such as that. And he worked out there. Now, according to him, his job was to diagnose and back-engineer or figure out how a propulsion system that they had there, which most likely was alien or alien to us, we didn't know what it was, things, it it didn't come from this planet, from Earth or whatever. It didn't come here. There was something about this, and his job was to back-engineer it and find out what made it work, how it worked, and how we could use it. Now, he has said, and he said this on the podcast, that he saw a flying saucer. But, you know, what a lot of people leave out is, he even said in the podcast, he saw the saucer, he walked, was walking through a hangar with a group fairly early on in his time there, and there were several there in different hangars that you could see through. You know, you could see into the different hangars but the most interesting thing about this is he even states that he saw when he saw this f- saucer it even had an American flag on it, so it was one of it was one of ours essentially. He didn't say it was an alien spacecraft alien spacecraft it was one of our something that we had built, and when i say we i mean the government had built and were testing so in that in and itself kind of clarifies some of the UFO phenomenon. We are seeing some of these things that are unexplained or we as a general public can't explain, probably are military or government top secret programs and they're testing this and we are seeing these items flying in the sky. Now the real question is, is whether this is alien technology or is it our technology that we as the general society or we as a public don't know about yet which is very very possible as well um if anybody everybody in the conspiracy world or anybody that knows anything about this kind of stuff understands technology is all i've heard it say that technology is always 10 years advanced more advanced than what we have today they release it to us slowly but surely so everything that the high tech high tech stuff that we have today Actually, you know, they say was probably invented and in use in some sort of capacity by the government ten years ago. So, but his, like I said, his job was to back engineer this. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist—that <laughs> was a good one—to figure out that he this was something not of his, of this earth, and he states this clearly. He did not think this was from. One of our propulsion systems, they were trying to back-engineer, like I said, and blah, 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 and make it work, and how can we build these this propulsion system? Because it didn't work like a normal propulsion system that we use today. You know, it didn't wasn't what we associate with jet planes or anything. It's just something different, kind of an anti-gravity-type scenario. And people, when he came out with this... They were just, this guy was crazy. People did research saying he didn't go to Caltech. And from Caltech, he wasn't at MIT. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, apparently he, his degrees is from top Caltech. And he did take some classes at MIT. But people said he never went there. There's no record of all this. And they even went as far to say that he never worked at Lockheed Martin. Now, when he came out with his story, he, there was a report, everybody in this genre or this field knows of George Knapp. He has broken a lot of stories, and he broke this story to him. Now, Knapp was, is a legitimate journalist working for a a, a TV station. He broke the story, and now he's kind of considered the UFO guy, but he is a legitimate journalist incredible journalist. So he knows how to do the research and fact check and all of that happy shit. And when you know he did his due diligence, they did find um a phone directory of with his name in it for Lockheed Martin showing that he was an employee there. And in the podcast he talked about he took people to Lockheed Martin and walked them around and showed them, knew, had knowledge of the inner workings of how the building was laid out and such. Whether or not he worked at Lockheed Martin, I'm, I'm going to go out and say he did. And this is something that they talked about in the podcast, that all this stuff that people said he didn't do, we know that the government does some shady shit, and they are not above wiping out somebody's identity now is it possible i'll throw this to you guys is it possible that he broke it he leaked this information went public with this information the men in black for a lack of a better term or that organization or that part of the government whatever you want to say however you want to phrase it kind of took upon themselves to discredit him and kind of wipe him out and get rid of some of this stuff that would discredit him and make sure people would think, okay, this guy's just a fraud. He's a liar there in the podcast. He talks about his birth certificate. There's no record of his birth certificate. His mother, his own mother was upset because she couldn't get his birth certificate. Did the government go that far into trying to wipe him off the face of the earth In terms of paper trail, it's possible. Like I said, the government does some shady shit. There's no question in my mind the government is not above that. And that is very possible that they did that and actively tried to discredit him in that manner. Um, People that he had known or worked with or were acquaintances with, they went after them. These people went to him and said, hey, this is going on. We're getting threatened with, you know, that world's not that big so that people know each other and these people had security clearances that they had to worry about and stuff like that. So they attacked him, they attacked the people in his inner circle or his acquaintances, so this was a big deal. So obviously the government made some sort of attempt to discredit him in some one-way, shape, or form. And my thought is, why would they go to the trouble? If this guy was a crackpot, this guy was a liar. Why would they go to this trouble to actually do this? Where there's smoke, there's generally fire, and you need to keep that in mind when it comes to this story. What else? They in the podcast they talk. You know, they, Joe Rogan does a great job. He always does of doing interviews. I love the way he does interviews. You know, it's more of a conversation. You know, and he's drawing out this information it is it was obvious through that interview that he doesn't wasn't comfortable i'm talking about bob bazar was not comfortable if you listen to it you know he was talking about having you know a migraine was coming on he didn't want to really he wasn't 100% behind doing the podcast the, the filmmaker of the documentary kind of told him it would be good let's do this and he was on the podcast with him That, you know, it it was obvious he wasn't a fan of doing the podcast, but he did it to get the story back out there and kind of in his own words, essentially. And that has been his kind of M.O. When this, after the story broke back in the late 80s, early 90s, I think it was 89, somewhere around that range. Don't hold me to that. He disappeared. Now, when, you know, somebody doing this for their 15 minutes of fame, doesn't disappear they milk that shit for all it's worth and you know lazar didn't it to my knowledge hasn't made any money off this come with this story either back then or now the what from my understanding what money this documentary made or whatever money came in on his behalf for this documentary went was donated to i believe a science department in some school in michigan something like that the point of the story is he didn't profit personally from this which you know is a checkmark in okay there might be something to this because he's the 15 minutes of fame has he had it and didn't want it he's not making money off of it which would be another motive so why go to this extreme and with this and tell this crazy story if you're not going to get anything out of it but hardship and ridicule, so that's a check mark in that favor now, as I watched this interview and some of these things I knew some of them I did not know there's a lot made up what he spoke of back in the late eighties early nineties of like the element that powered i believe powered this propulsion system we called they called it L- element 115 it wasn't on the periodic table back then now it is it's they found it or been able to create it I'm not a chemist so I don't know or geologist or whatever the fuck I don't know I just know it wasn't around back then he said there there was this element now there is so anybody wants to educate me on that is or has more knowledge about that can is more than welcome to reach out and fill me in a little bit better I think I'm, I get the point across, I'm not an expert, but I think I, my point hasn't been made. So this is very fascinating to me. Um, The hand scanner, which kind of like a, so for ID purposes, you know, people where you put your hand in, it apparently measured your bone density or bone length, which is some people, they say is, is just like a fingerprint. Back when he said this, this shit was great, that people said this shit was crazy and, that doesn't exist. That's not real. Yet now they found that yes, these type machines or these palm reader type things were in use in that time. And he said they used them, and there's been pictures of them. And I believe they showed pictures of them on the podcast. If you watched it on YouTube, so there's another check checkmark. Things are starting to line up. Now let's let me go ahead and give you my opinion. I. Do believe he worked there personally? Um, his story in that regards checks out. I do believe he was working on trying to back engineer something. Now, you can whether this was alien or some enemy of the state technology. I don't know. I don't know the details. I I'm pretty sure he was there. He worked on something, and that is where I'm going to leave it at that. Was it Alien? Was it from the crash in Roswell? Your guess is as good as mine. It's very possible, but I'm not going to say with 100% certainty that that is what happened. But I'm positive from everything I've heard and listened to, I think he did work there, and I think he's telling the truth about that scenario too much is lined up there's too many clues and to actually completely say he's completely making this up and if you watch the video he is a very intelligent man and he speaks in about the topic and what he's talking about these you know the scientific stuff of it very well i mean i'm not a scientist. Never will be. Don't claim to be the smartest man in the world, but he speaks very intelligently about it, and he acts like he knows what he's doing. Now that, yeah, sure, that can be fake, but from watching him, you know, I, that is another check mark in the okay. He he might be telling the truth. If worst case scenario, he really believes what he's tell, what he's saying, and that's a story for a different day or a different topic, but. You know, that is pretty much how we need to look at that. Now, if you look at when, how he spoke and how he was telling the story, I'm pretty good at talking to people and reading them and kind of knowing when maybe somebody's a little bit full of shit. And from watching him during this interview, he was obviously uncomfortable. The way he recalled the story and was telling the story was very common of how people actually do it you know the story was is, has always been the same but there was you know the way he, he told he told it and had to try to recall certain things and made you know made little mistakes here and there to where you know he said something he said, oh well, wait a minute no if this was before that you know that kind of thing that's very common and, and that is how our memory works so I don't think he was just m- reciting from memory a script that he's been working on for 30 years. S- so that's another... I mean, I, uh, I, if I had to say it, he's telling the truth. I honestly think there's something to this because of all the things that I've lined up, how he acted, his l- not wanting credit or 15 minutes of fame or whatever or his shyness about or lack of enthusiasm about the publicity that he's received from this um the lack of monetary gain in this and his general demeanor and how he reacts to telling it and how he doesn't want this i mean it all lines up to a man that's is telling somewhat of the truth and he doesn't say alien he doesn't he is honest about it I don't know if this is alien technology. I just know it's a technology we didn't have that is you know how he viewed it or how he expressed it. I mean he everybody else jumped on the alien bandwagon and immediately say that's what it is, so I don't know honestly, I do think he worked there like I said. I do think he worked on back engineering something that we were not familiar with. Now, the question is, was this portions of the alien craft that has crashed here? Maybe the one in Ra- when that crashed in Roswell? I don't know. I mean, it's very possible. I'm not. Here's the way I look at it. It wouldn't surprise me. Yay. Yes, it wouldn't surprise me if it was. And it wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't. I don't. I just don't know. Yep, yeah. That is part of it. So, I don't. I think he's honestly telling the truth, or his story is truthful in all those factors I just stated. I don't think he's a con artist just looking for fifteen minutes of fame i but you know I could be wrong. I mean he could just be an amazing fucking actor. It's very possible, so I don't know, you know, let me know what you think, like I said, reach out to me. At Twitter at night underscore ghost. That is really the best way to get a hold of me. Um, once again, don't forget about the Patreon. If you want completely ad free, an ad free version of the regular podcast and early access to these bonus episodes or even a live recording to where maybe you can get involved with a chat or whatever, you know, I want to make the Patreon more, you know, to give to. Bonus content plus, maybe some early access, and make it a little bit more interactive. Videos on YouTube, I yeah, they're there. And oh, I should say that really the Patreon podcast that is shown is going to be a video, some sort of video form. It's not going to be an RSS feed like what you hear when you you know listen to this podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, my favorite Podcoin, or whatever podcast player you use it's not an rss feed it's just i'm on. i do video versions of the podcast whether it's like this me talking or it's uh you know some a still photo or the thumbnail for the episode or something my voice with a picture of some sort that is what the patreon episodes are going to be and even these bonus episodes now these bonus episodes i'm hoping to always be pretty much just like this me just ranting in a uh microphone with a camera on it let me know what you think about these if you think they're wasting my time feel free to to tell me that but be sure to leave a review on whichever you whichever podcast player you use like I said I use PodCoin but if you use iTunes leave us a review and rate us Um, Stitcher be sure to subscribe you know anything we can help to get us up in the search results I mean the viewership or listenership I should say of this podcast is growing it's actually astonishing how fast and how many people actually are listening to this or at least you know starting to listen to it i mean i do get pretty good retention it seems like so hopefully it'll keep growing and if you like the podcast be sure everybody knows that crazy friend that has you know an interest in the paranormal so we are going to hit those paranormal topics share it with those friends and leave us a review i would greatly appreciate it if you do want to subscribe to the youtube channel i'm not a big i'm not big on youtube i don't really care that much about youtube honestly but if you want to subscribe to us on youtube all the podcasts are up there as well and i will continue to put the podcast on that medium now those will still have some ads they won't have the pre and post roll. Um, ads like on the podcast but they will still contain all the host reach stuff that I do or anytime I do that I'm not going to waste my time to take that out Those are still going to be in there like I said I don't put a lot of effort into YouTube everybody that takes in this podcast seems to want the audio version and listen to it rather than watch it so that is what I'm going to focus on I don't think there's anything else for right now I think that's it so that's going to do it for this bonus episode of Ghosts in the Night. Like I said, if you want to have an experience if you live in a haunted house or you I've recently covered the uh demonic aspect of the paranormal in a series, you know, four podcasts essentially where I had a good interview with an exorcist. Um be sure to check those out if you haven't checked those out already. If you've had an experience with a demon or any kind of poltergeist or any kind of spirit, or if you've had a UFO experience, if you've been abducted, l- reach out. I'd love to have you on the podcast. Or you just want to talk about it and you have an expertise in a paranormal area. Let me know. We will set something up and I will talk to you and we will get you on the podcast. I do have a few. I definitely have a really good interview coming up. And I'm kind of going to might do another series type thing. I'm really thinking about some stuff here that I'm really fascinated with. And I'm going to do some podcasts about that. And I'm hoping to have an interview with somebody on that topic. So I'm really looking forward to the next month or so of podcast episodes. I think you're going to like them. I know I'm going to enjoy doing them because it's really some mind-blowing stuff that we're going to cover. So. Be sure to be on the lookout for all those like I said follow me on Twitter that is where you get all the updates and everything for the podcast if you know when they're coming out and you'll know get a heads up on what they are so we'll see you next time. take care everybody.